Hello friends, welcome to today's episode on musical epics with Shari. I am your host, Sharon Boduwa Bodu. You can call me Shari if you love what I do. Today's episode seeks to give us a deeper understanding on this month's theme from a musical perspective. Get ready as we dive into today's song. Hello friends, welcome back to my podcast and happy new month to you all. I am super excited that we all made it to November and I know most of us cannot wait for 2020 to end but I pray God gives us the grace to make it through the year. Today I'm taking you all to South Africa. Yep, you heard me right. Nelson Mandela, South Africa. There's just something about the way they do music. Their energy is always on another level. They always enjoy their music, so it's absolutely impossible to sit still when listening to them. Unless, of course, your house witches are holding you down. (laughs) It is really easy to feed off of their energy, especially when watching their music videos. Make a Way by Spirit of Praise featuring Matema is a song under discussion today. At the end of this episode, I want to represent God to you in a new and better way. So this right here is for my Christian folks and non-Christian folks. It's for everybody. I hope that I'll be able to change some perceptions you have about God and get you to see him as the God that he really is. When I first heard the song on a local TV station, it was Matema's voice and her dress that caught my attention. Then my eyes rested on two incredibly good-looking guys sitting on the stage, and that was the push I needed to go download the music video ASAP. Don't judge me. When I listened to the song a few more times and got to understand the lyrics, my love for South African music was just reaffirmed. The major thing that stands out to me is how God is being presented to us. Matema kind of assumes the position of God's spokesperson and presents him to us in a new light. Let me explain. I grew up in church. And this is not me trying to offend anybody, but the way God was presented to me in church and by church people was super scary. I don't know if anyone can relate, but I always felt like God is this huge person, kind of like Hawk in the Avengers movie, sitting up in heaven with a cane in one hand and a pen in the other, waiting to write down my sins and mistakes and punish me for them. And you can only imagine the relief I had when I realized that that is not it. And it was songs like Make A Way that helped me reach that realization. The fifth to eighth lines of the song says, and I quote, I don't ever count your mistakes. I forgive you for all your sins. I am the great I am. Trust in me, I'll make a way. Boy, what an amazing way to present God. It feels so refreshing to know that God is not waiting for you or for me to cross the line so he deals with us, but he's rather waiting for us to take just one step towards him. The thing is, I don't really put the blame on us, but rather on our socialization. We weren't really brought up to take our mistakes and our mess-ups to our parents. 
we will always hide and dare not let our parents know what we did wrong because we knew that the next thing that will follow is punishment. I remember my best friend told me a story of how when she was younger, her mom always warned her not to finish drinking her soup ahead of her fufu. So one time as she was eating, she realized that the soup was getting finished, but the fufu was still there. So instead of going to her mom to ask for more soup, she rather added water to the soup to make it plenty out of fear of getting punished. So she ended up eating the fufu with water instead of with soup. And I know this is just a lighter example, but I have literally seen people deny doing the wrong thing they know they did because they are afraid of being punished. I've done same before and I'm sure you have to at some point. So it is not surprising that we project this kind of fear onto our relationship with God who is indeed our heavenly father. And the church too hasn't really helped the case because it looks like everything the church does is centered on hell instead of the love of God. And what that does is that it scares people into loving God and you cannot completely love someone that you are afraid of. If you are listening to this podcast and you you have this scary perception about God or you've had this perception before, I want you to do two things. One, comment under my podcast or my Instagram post how this perception came about. Two, could you please take God off of the level of mere mortals and human beings? God doesn't act or think the way we humans do. Matter of fact, he does his things in the opposite direction relative to how we do our things. I know our parents and our guardians used to and still punish us for our wrongdoings, but God does not. Do you know he already took the punishment for our mess-ups when he gave himself up for us? He already took into consideration all of our stupid mistakes and sent the payment ahead of time. So you do not have to wait to stop sinning before you come to him. If you could stop in your own strength, I'm sure you would have done that by now. The point I'm trying to make is that God is not counting your sins against you. So whenever you fall, instead of hiding or running away from him, you have to run towards him because he's the only one who has the cure. Then again, this is not to say that you won't face the consequences of your action. I'm sure some people are probably thinking, Shari, you've just given people permission to go wild out and go against God's word because you're saying he will forgive them every time. First of all, people do not need permission to go sin. They are doing that already. Second, I would rather people understand this concept and go against God's word, hit rock bottom and realize that the only thing they need is God than for them to live a lukewarm life and love God out of fear. This is the reason why we have an older generation of people serving God because they are afraid of going to hell, which makes their life empty, and their children do not go to church because they see how fake their lives are and how their service to God is not based on true love. My dear, God is not holding you hostage for what you did in that club or in that room or in high school or even yesterday. You are holding yourself hostage. But God is waiting for you to let him in so that he can help you move past it. Would you be able to do that? Matema goes on to talk about the love of God. Boy, this subject alone could be a whole episode. 
again, we as humans have the tendency of projecting the kind of love we receive and give to people on God. So somehow we think there is something we can do to make God stop loving us. Somehow we think we have to work and do something extra in order to keep God's love because that is what we do to each other in our relationships. For most people, once you cross them once, that is it. They won't have nothing to do with you anymore. That is not how God is. Matema sings about that and I quote, I'll love you even when you fall. My love for you will never fail you. Unquote. He loved you even before you came into this world and you had nothing to do with that. Stop thinking so highly of yourself, my dear. No sin, mistake or anything can stop him from loving you. Because he already knows and he has decided to love you in spite of it. Your weaknesses are not a surprise to him. If we examine the situation critically, it is mostly us who stop loving God by replacing him with the very things he gave us. When everything is going on well, we hardly go to him for anything. But when things start to go south, then we find our way to him. But even in that situation, he loves us regardless. The least we can do is to allow him to stay with us in every phase of our lives. Like Matema urges us to wait patiently in his presence and be still and know that he is God. We don't have to rush to get things done our way and come back to God to bless them for us. He's not going to do that. We have to make sure that we are always in his purpose and plans. And then he will be the way, the truth, and the life for us. The last thing I want to talk about is the title of the song, Make a Way. Whoever hears this title will quickly think that this is about God taking his people through difficult and harsh economic and social situations and providing material things. And this could be right. But looking at the verses preceding that, I feel the way that is being made is way more than that. I'm talking about him making a way by sacrificing himself and giving us the gifts of grace that we do not have to work for. That is the ultimate way that allow us to do all of this stuff. Without that, we would have been lost forever. It is out of this that we believe and know that he would always make a way for us no matter what. This is our God, guys. And I hope that I was able to represent him to you in this episode in a new way. We went to South Africa and it was such a good trip. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. The good thing is you can always take this trip again by listening to the song Make A Way by Spirit of Praise and Matema. Happy listening. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope this commentary made this song a lot more relatable and allowed you to tell your own story. If you were inspired by this, kindly share with your friends and your family and don't forget to leave a comment. Follow me on Instagram at Shari underscore Bordu. Be sure to like this episode and subscribe to my podcast. Till next time, be safe, be happy and be you. Love you loads.